Welcome back for another video. In this video, we're going to look at the top players to buy for GameX 6 and beyond using data back projections. All the content here on this channel is free all season, so hit subscribe if you'd like to follow the FPL videos each week. If you'd like to enhance your FPL experience, you need to become a Fantasy Football Scout member. The player comparison tool is ridiculously powerful. Chuck in any players you want to compare, and you've got stuff like touch heat maps, shot heat maps, underlying data comparisons. It's got it all there, and it's one of the many tools you get as a member. Click the link in the description to become a member now. So let's start with the goalkeeper projections. There's a few things to note here. First of all, how close most of them are over the next five. Pope is slightly ahead with Newcastle's next five being Sheffield United, Burnley, West Ham, Crystal Palace and then Wolves. If you are looking for a new keeper or perhaps you're in a wildcard then he is worth considering. However, Flecken's one mil cheaper and he's about 1.6 points behind on the projections over the next five. So if you can put that one mil to better use then Flecken's a standout option this week. Brentford are home to Everton in game week six who have netted just twice in their first five games. Two keepers who miss out here are Kaminsky and Trafford. Luton are home to Wolves and Burnley are home to Man United. However, they've both got a double gimmick 7, so are they worth considering? The double gimmick does feel like a bit of a trap. If you really want to back a defensive asset, then a defender makes more sense. The likes of Bell, Kabore, Anderson, Bayer, Aldakil, all of them 4 mil, so they're cheaper and they're starting defenders. Johnston's projections are low over the next 5 because of the potential risk of losing his spot to Henderson soon. Hodgson hasn't indicated if or when this happens, however they did lose 3-1 last game week, so perhaps it will be in Hodgson's mind. If you're on a wild card, the Flecken and Areola rotation works pretty well long term. There's very few occasions where you're stuck deciding which to start due to both having playable fixtures. On to the defenders to buy then, and let's discuss Trippier first, who is comfortably top over the next five. Newcastle have got amazing back-to-back -back fixtures ahead, against Sheffield United next and then Burnley, and now Burnley will be about Foster up top as well, who received a red card at the end of game week 5. What's clear is Newcastle's defence is a very good place to target transfers this week, so Trippier 6.5 mil, shares 5 mil and then Burn and Botman 4.5 mil each. We've only got 5 game weeks of data this season, but if we compare them not much separates them. Share last season was the one that led for shots, Trippier for expected assists, but Shares joined Bottom for XGI this season with Burn. Bottom has taken one more shot and he's created two more chances in one less game. Last season Trippier was top in the league for expected goal involvement among all defenders. This season after 5 games he's 18th. Interestingly when comparing the touch heat maps last season to this season, he is occupying deeper areas, left side is this season, right side is last season, perhaps because Tenali has been given the license to do the attacking on the right side. Game week 3 was the only week this season where his average position was in the opponent's half, while last season well over half his games were. With all that in mind, he's still a great pick, it's just whether he fulfills the 6.5 mil price tag, or whether Burn and Botman plus 2 mil spare gets you more points. That's the difference between Trippier and a 4.5 mil mid, or Botman and Diaby for example. So Esther Pinyan didn't make Brighton's squad at all last game week after a late return from international duty, but he is expected to be in the Europa League squad and therefore game week 6 as well. He's second on the projections this week, home to Bournemouth, so definitely don't sell him. Dunk also in the top projections this week, but low over the next 5, so avoid him. As a reminder, European football resumes now, with Newcastle, Man City, Arsenal, Man United, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Brighton and West Ham all involved this week, so if you can avoid making early transfers, do so, as there's a lot of teams we all learn players from and a lot can go wrong midweek. Robertson has projected 4.3 points, but perhaps in the same boat as Trippier. 
question is, will he justify the price tag? He's below Trippier over the next five as well, so the Newcastle defender wins between the two. No cash on the projections this week, away to Chelsea, but he continues to impress. His 3.1 expected goal involvement is top among all defenders. In fact, it's even higher than Alvarez Sterling with Tomer Watkins, which is crazy. He's third in the league for non-penalty expected goals after Haaland and Jackson as well. One to consider for a Game Week 6 wildcard. I'm still in two minds about wildcarding myself, but either way, wildcard video will be out this week, so make sure you're subscribed. So let's talk about the midfielders then. It's become increasingly difficult to ignore Salah if you're a non-owner. Many of us started the season with just Haaland as the only premium and spread that money around nicely to the likes of Bruno, Rashford, Foden and Chilwa, but they just haven't delivered so far really. Liverpool are home to West Ham in game week 6 which is a really good fixture on paper. Long term they've got great fixtures as well so he needs to be in your plans one way or another. If not this week then game week 9 or 10 where Liverpool's fixtures are even better they've got Everton, Forest and Luton on the bounce. Salah scored or assisted in 11 consecutive Premier League games now. The last player to hit such a streak was also Salah which was 15 games back in the 21-22 season. So if you've not got Salah, plus if you've got some other issues in your team like Chilwell, Shaw, Jackson or if you're missing some good players like Mbumo and the Newcastle defenders then it is a week to strongly consider the wildcard. Mbumo second on the projections this week, home to Everton after a tough away game to Newcastle on the weekend. Unfortunate news is that Rico Henry sustained an ACL injury and he could miss the remainder of the season for Brentford. If you're an Eze owner, as frustrating as he's been dodging the points, this isn't the week to sell him. He's third on the midfielder projections, home to Fulham. He's racked up 3.17 expected goal involvement this season, which ranks 8th among all mids. And above him is only the likes of Rashford, Madison, Saka, Bruno, Salah and Mbumo. Despite blanks last week, Bruno and Rashford are in the same territory really. They're up against Burnley who have conceded 12 goals more than any team and they absolutely need a response this game week so it's probably not the time to sell. Diaby, another Villa asset who misses out on the projections this week but he's a good long term asset all the way to game week 12 or so. Onto the forwards and something to mention which rings true across all positions not just forwards is that there's no early kickoff in Game Week 6, we've got three games which are on at 3pm UK time, notably Man City who are home to Forest, so there's a fair chance of some early news coming in, so if we get news that Alvarez or Foden or even both star, that's an opportunity. Haaland's top among all positions this week on the projections with 7.9 points. Non-captainers can consider yourselves lucky last week with only the 6-pointer from him. He had 9 shots which were all in the box, he had 6 big chances and he racked up 2.56 xG which is absolutely ridiculous. He was Game Week 5's biggest xG underperformer with 1 goal from that 2.56 xG. So that brings us to Alvarez then, who's second only to Haaland this season on points with 37. If you're a fed up Jackson owner then he is a standout replacement this week, especially if we get early news that he starts. Post-match, Pep said that he's learning a lot how to move in the pockets, he's a threat with goals and assists and the work ethic. He has this chance and he's using it and now he's almost undroppable. So it's a hell of a quote from Pep for watching Bencham next match now. The Newcastle forwards unfortunately very risky picks despite the good fixture. Isaac lost his spot to Wilson last match who did score. If Isaac starts in the Champions League and you really fancy the punt then Wilson probably starts in game week 6. Amazingly, Jackson is second to Haaland this season for non-penalty XG across all players. He's fallen desperately short of the numbers he's been putting up. After a couple of price rises, he's fallen all the way back to where he started at 7 mil. Expecting the Jackson to Alvarez switch to be a popular one this week. 
In their defence, Chelsea haven't been helped by a shocking number of injuries. The only other forward worth pointing out here is Morris, who's home to Wolves this week and then he's got a double game at 7. It could be a trap double gaming though. Luton are favourites to go straight back down, probably finish bottom in the league. And do you really want to spend 5.5 mil hoping for goals there? If not this week, then it's not a bad one-week punt in gaming 7 if you plan to wildcard immediately after. That wraps up the Who To Buy video. Lots more FBL content to come this week, including team selection, wildcard team, the experts, and also answering all your questions. Hit subscribe for more useful FBL content to come. See you soon for the next one. Podcast Network.